0: Digital trust is a journey and that trust must be assured and earned every day with every digital interaction. It's kind of old fashioned in a way. I mean, every day you have to earn the trust of your customer. So this is not a one and done goal.
1: Enterprises worldwide are competing in the race for digital transformation. But there are significant security gaps between what enterprises are doing and what they should do to establish leadership and earn their customers' trust in the future digital ecosystem. A new global survey of 2,755 business and information technology professionals has found that while 98% say digital trust is important, only 12% have a dedicated role to ensure its success. Hi, I'm Melissa Bishoping, Director of Endpoint Security Research at Tanium. Joining me today to explain what digital trust is and why it matters are David Samuelson, the CEO of ISACA, the International Professional Association Focused on IT Governance, and Chris Dimitriatus, its Chief Global Strategy Officer. They're with us today to discuss ISACA's State of Digital Trust 2022 survey. David and Chris, welcome.
0: Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa.
1: So briefly, let's get started with you know the term digital trust some of our listeners may not necessarily be familiar so let's let's level set on what exactly is digital trust and why is it important
0: yeah it's a great question i think everybody in the world understands the concept of digital trust because we're all connected in so many ways and many more ways than we ever have been but we actually have a definition of digital trust having worked with all of our digital trust professionals. We have 170,000 members in 180 countries around the world. And we define it as the confidence in the relationship and transactions among providers and consumers within an associated digital ecosystem. Chris, maybe you can talk about some of the top benefits that uh, organization experience when there's higher levels of trust
2: absolutely david and this comes from our uh, digital trust survey uh, that we have uh, conducted this year and uh, what the people we have surveyed um, responded was that at the 66% uh, at a majority that positive reputation is one of uh, maybe the top benefit for uh, implementing uh, digital trust uh, fewer privacy breaches fewer cybersecurity incidents and more reliable data for decisions stronger customer loyalty, which is very, very important for a business uh, and organization to be successful, and faster innovation are a few more of the top benefits that um, organizations, businesses can enjoy through digital trust.
1: Those are great points. And I, I think it's, you know, in any business, right, you want to build trust with your consumers about your brand, about your product, about the quality, but then also having that digital trust that your information is being handled safely and that you are following those good practices you know, definitely leads a, a customer to be more interested in, in doing and, and continuing to do business with you.
0: That's right. And, you know, we we are a, an association uh, a historically of digital trust professionals who work with in their organizations across very key domains like assurance, IT governance, risk management, cybersecurity and privacy and quality, across the domains that we serve and so digital trust is is kind of in our dna
1: absolutely and and i love that you put quality in there as well because i think that you know when we talk about cybersecurity as a as a profession as a field and when we talk about governance quality sometimes is like this you know it, it almost gets forgotten when we're talking about we got vulnerabilities to patch and we've got Controls to implement, but quality is also important because it's the quality of the experience for the user and the customer, but also the quality of your data and, and how you're securing your environment. So I love that you put that in there. So let's talk about the report itself. Um, what are some of the the key sort of takeaways? What is, what is the bottom line of, of, of the conclusions you're able to draw from the report?
0: Yeah, uh, there are several, you know, but there are five that sort of stick out. And uh, I think Chris and I can go back and forth on this. One is that it's critical that enterprises earn the trust of their stakeholders every day and with every interaction. And while every employee has a role, an organization's senior executive team has the primary responsibility to support and prioritize digital trust so that it drives digital innovation and transformation. And often these i.t controls and governance and risk attributes that our professionals work with they get lost when you, you talk about the people side the whole organization really needs to understand the concept that trust is important in a digital ecosystem so i think that's a key takeaway uh, one of the key takeaways chris
2: yeah david i think that uh, a second key takeaway from the surveys about the fact that digital trust is dependent on many different parameters, quality, availability, uh, cybersecurity, privacy, but also ethics, I mean, overall integrity. So we need to realize that digital trust can only be born, can only be created through the collaboration of all of those adjacent domains. And this is why uh, it's hugely important to make sure that um, we have the right training operations in place in order for the people to be able to collaborate better and to help an organization, a digital ecosystem, achieve a higher maturity in digital trust.
0: And this is something that we realized by listening to our members who are in these different domains talk to one another. They realized that while cybersecurity and a silo is critically important, as is risk or assurance, It's actually the collaboration that's going to achieve something like digital trust. And digital trust is a business term in in the sense that we all want a trusted ecosystem to engage with. So that was number two. Number three is that senior executives have to clearly define and prioritize and align digital trust throughout the organizations. And that means that there needs to be training and there needs to be alignment with organizational goals. and There needs to be budget and staffing. Uh, funded for these kinds of things. So leadership support is critical.
1: And David, I want to ask you, you know, you mentioned senior executives have the responsibility of defining and prioritizing and and I could not agree with that more. What do you think the the biggest challenge is or where's the disconnect between those senior leaders and the rest of the business to to get that translation and that that definition across the enterprise?
0: Well, you know it's a it's a great question because as a senior leader in a, an organization, we have like three hundred and fifty employees, and I view these kinds of trust uh, attributes as senior management's job. And when we delegate to individuals like the IT governance guy or the risk person or the woman who's in charge of cyber, you sometimes can forget that you need to socialize that with the rest of employees. Marketing people have to understand the value of digital trust. And when you talk about it as digital trust, they're more likely to understand it. HR needs to understand. So when they're onboarding people, there's an understanding that, how we treat our you know, customers with, you know, transparency and and ethically is going to matter in terms of our success as a business. So that's why I think it's it's everyone's job.
1: Awesome. So that was the third. Uh, what about number four and five?
0: I
2: can take number four and say um, maybe the obvious uh, conclusion that you can't really improve uh, if you don't measure where you stand. So it's critical to be to have a system in place, a framework in place, a methodology in place, in order to be able to measure digital trust holistically.
0: Every organization is sort of a different size and shape, and therefore their ability to do some of this work is gonna be at a different maturity level. But there's a lot of small to medium-sized businesses in the world that drive our economy. And some of these aspects that we're talking about in these various domains are all on the shoulders of of one IT professional. And so really having an understanding of where you are in a maturity level allows you to focus on where you need to put your energy. Large companies might be well covered under cybersecurity but they don't they don't have maybe some of the collaboration activity going on. So I think there's value to this maturity measurement as well. And so the the fifth thing is a simple one. That digital trust is a journey and that trust must be assured and earned every day with every digital interaction. That's kind of old fashioned in a way. I mean, every day you have to earn the trust of your customer. And in a digital world, you need to earn the digital trust of your customer. So this is not a one and done goal.
1: I love that. you know i've 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 worked in those environments where I've been part of those small teams, and you really do have to build the relationships across the business. To create that foundation to get towards security, so I, I I love those the the key takeaways that you call out. I would also like to ask, you know we've talked a little bit about how trust gets built, but can we also talk a little bit about how a company would measure it? How does a company measure digital trust?
0: Well, it's a great question. We're developing a framework as an association of digital trust professionals to try to help. Build sort of a best practice understanding of what it might look like across these domains, and I think that's an important reason for associations like ours to exist. is to is to bubble up from the practitioners what's important around this, and to uh, to gather the knowledge base that really uh, helps organizations and the people who work in those organizations who have this responsibility know what great looks like and know where they are on that that scale, that maturity scale.
1: I'm definitely drawing a lot of parallels between, you know, some of the other functionality within IT ops and security uh, that that tie into this whole building of trust. So you have your your frameworks and you you have your your solid foundations that you have to build and then you can layer continued improvement on top of that until you reach your mature goals. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the foundation then. If I am an organization wanting to start assessing my digital trust and doing, what, what's my big bang for the buck? What what are the things I can do immediately or quickly to improve it? Chris, you want to take that?
0: Yeah, I, I
2: can take this one. So I, I think it all starts with uh, implementing the right framework. And this goes back to what David said about this uh, brand new approach uh, to digital trust that he, uh, that Isaac is introducing. But I think it's as a first step, I think it will be uh, worth uh, making sure that uh, in those domains um, or divisions, departments that we mentioned uh, around, you know, cybersecurity, or audit, uh, privacy, uh, and so on. I think it's hugely important to be able to have people who can interpret the uh, more technical, uh, let's say, uh, related results uh, in relation to digital trust to business ones. Because at the end of the day, trust uh, from a business point of view has to do with the uh, stakeholders of that business, with the customers. Uh, with the board, with the shareholders, with uh, the employees, with the partners. So uh, I think that at the end of the day, this interpretation from a more technical to to a more business, let's say, way of measuring digital trust, it's hugely important in order to be able to draw conclusions. Because measuring is about drawing conclusions and improving, right? So it's it's very very important uh, in order to have the right measurements that could that can lead you to improvements that will make sense for the
0: organization. And Melissa, you mentioned, you know, the awareness of being in a small organization. I think the critical thing is to know where to start. Like there is a lot of focus right now on cybersecurity, as there should be. We have a, you know, a lot of vulnerabilities. But if you're a small company, that could put you out of business. And maybe that's the first thing you need to focus on. But it may not be sufficient in the long haul. And so having the ability to prioritize what are the things that matter most that I should be focused on in a in let's say a framework of activity, getting to that. First priority, I I think of the sort of agile methodology of of backlog grooming. You know, you want want to know what are the things that can get done now in the first sprint, and then what will I do in the next sprint, and keep getting better and better. So I think priority and methodology are useful tools to help people figure out what to do first.
2: And if I may add, David, I think it's very important to start measuring digital trust on the supply chain, because many small to medium enterprises depend on their supply chain in order to offer their products and services. So, since Sarai we strongly believe that Digital Trust is about the overall digital ecosystem and not necessarily a siloed, let's say, organization. It's very, very important to focus on the partners and on the uh, overall supply chain in order to be able to bring results uh, more quickly uh, you know as a first step towards implementing this. Yeah,
0: it's it's a great point point. and the solar winds is a great example of that but even a decade ago when target had a breach it wasn't a target problem it was a supplier problem but target got blamed. You know, when Apple started the marketplace for app developers, you know, it was less trustworthy until Apple could step in and put in some controls to make sure that we all could believe in Apple again. You know, so I think It's a really important point, Chris, that you're making about, you know, the whole ecosystem.
1: So as I'm sitting here, you know, going through this conversation, I I had a thought. We talk a lot about how security is not compliance. Compliance is not security. Like just because you're checking the box on compliance doesn't mean you're secure. Just because you're securing things doesn't mean you'll pass an audit. Would it be accurate to say that digital trust is sort of a state that you can reach when security and compliance are working holistically together uh, sort of in harmony, instead of being seen in those silos, is is digital trust what happens when compliance and security are truly united for positive change? Well,
0: I think that's very well said, Melissa, and it's part of what's at the heart of the the work we've been doing because we're interested in the personality of this um, activity as much as the activity itself. We talk in IT a lot about people, process, and technology, and it's often the people side that doesn't get as much attention because, for example, IT professionals aren't necessarily trained to, you know, argue their point of view in the C-suite, and maybe that's what it takes sometimes, or to reach across and find a, a collaborative way to work with their colleagues to get something accomplished. So, our community has talked about this for some time. And, and I think in, in this digital trust framework, we're very focused on what that means and, and what would help them you know, make that argument. And, and that's partly why we put it in business terms. But you use the right word. It's sort of that holistic approach to achieving digital trust that matters. Chris, I know you're passionate about this, so maybe you have something okay. to add.
2: Absolutely, yeah, I would like to build upon that thought and say that uh, security and compliance, definitely, uh, it's a great point, Melissa, Uh, but I would also like to add um, uh, other domains as well, such as uh, audit, for example, because you can't really be successful in cybersecurity if you don't have a very strong audit term. The same applies for risk management. If you don't master risk management from a business point of view, again, you can't be successful in cybersecurity. Uh, the same applies with privacy. You can uh, be uh, fantastic uh, in terms of cybersecurity, but uh, that doesn't mean that uh, you won't be uh, facing a privacy breach. And ethics, for example, if you, even if you have the perfect organization in the domains I just mentioned, if um, it's not according to the uh, ethical, let's say, uh, expectations of the customers, that organization can really hurt uh, its, uh, its brand. A holistic approach is important because if we don't bring everything together uh, in order to achieve digital trust, I think that uh, still, uh, we won't be able to enjoy the real benefits of digital trust.
1: I've been talking with David Samuelson, the CEO of ISACA, and Chris Dimitriadis, its chief global strategy officer. If you'd like to read more about their 2022 global survey on digital trust, check out the link in the show notes, or you can learn more on the subject on Tanium's new online cyber news magazine at tanium.com. To hear more conversations with top security leaders, make sure to subscribe to Let's Converge on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to sharing more cyber insights on the next episode of Let's Converge.